This is Comic Shenanigans, episode 623, Comic Reviews for the week of Wednesday, October the 31st. Welcome to the Comic Shenanigans Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Chapman, and this is episode 623. It's our comic reviews episode for releases from the week of Wednesday, October the 31st. Uh, Just to jump right in... um, this week's comics, well, I only had a chance to read a few. Unfortunately, I've actually uh, been ill the last few days, uh, which is usually you think, well, if you're ill, you could probably you know, do a lot of reading. Uh, in theory, yes. But in my case, I was uh, sleeping a lot, uh, which meant a, lo- a lot less time to actually read comics, um, unfortunately. So uh, to look at what we've got today, uh, we've got four books I'm going to talk about. But first, let's talk about what I did not get a chance to read. There was not a lot of releases, relatively speaking, last week. You had the Avengers Halloween special, Batman Secret Files number one, Black Panther. Uh, You had a bunch of uh, the uh, DC Looney Tunes books. You had or, sorry, um, Hanna-Barbera books, I should say. Uh, you got Deathstroke, Yogi Bear special, Green Lantern, Huckleberry Hound special. You got Heroes in Crisis number two. Still haven't read that somehow. Uh, Hexwives number one. Uh, you got Infinity Wars, Iron Hammer, Justice League, Aquaman, Drowned Earth number one, which has been leading up to this for a while, or it just feels like it's been coming. Justice League Dark and Wonder Woman, The Witching Hour number one. Uh, Nightwing, Megilla Gorilla special number one. Old Man Hawkeye, Old Man Logan, Spider Force, Superman, Top Cat, uh, The Terrifics, Annual. Uh, Tony Stark, Iron Man, Vault of Spiders, West Coast Avengers 3, What If Magic Became Sorcerer Supreme, and X-Men Black, Emma Frost. So what did I get a chance to read? If that's everything I did not get a chance to read. Well, I read uh, Daredevil 610, which is The Death of Daredevil Part 2. This is by Charles Sewell and artwork by Phil Noto. Um, it's notable because we have another storyline with Matt and uh, Elektra. I guess my only problem isn't really a problem with anything to do with the writing. It's just I don't really get... I don't really know what... Electra status quo was these days and even what her status quo with Daredevil is so that part doesn't really work for me as well the rest of the story is you know it's it's slam bang action it's uh, you know it's kind of th- it's thrilling to see what's going to happen um, to Matt and Electra and you know to elect- um, Matt's big plan um, very kind of cool and seeing him go up against the him and Electra going up against this villain was pretty cool and even the way that Electra ends the issue was pretty cool like I Generally speaking, I thought this was thrilling, had a lot going on. Uh, I'm not so sure how it all plays into the end game, but interesting to see Electra kind of come back in and seeing her and, and Matt kind of having a schism of, of kinds, which I feel like they have the same schism over and over again, but uh, it still worked. It still was uh, something that worked. Do I like the the villain here, the vigil? No, not really. I, I, I didn't care much for the vigil. Um, you know, it got a kind of quick, a cool action sequence, but other than that, it wasn't really a memorable villain to me. I did like the much longer sequence of um, Matt and Reader and McGee and Electra and them all on uh, doing kind of basically a car chase. I thought that was a lot more thrilling and interesting to kind of see what was going to happen. Uh, overall, though, I would still give it a you know a very solid eight out of ten. It was you know a good read and uh, it didn't move too quickly, too slowly. The Arbor film auto was great and uh, it was it was fun. It was good. Next up is Extermination Number Four. Uh, I love this. Um, this is this just has runaway momentum. It's interesting that this is only part four yet. It feels like it's packed in like ten issues worth of stuff in terms of we've had bloated events where it's just gone on and on and on, and this is just bam, bam, bam. It's Ed Brisson writing it with uh, Pepe Larraz on art, sort and uh, or sorry, doing layouts. Pencils by uh, Ario Anandito, uh, inks by Dexter Vines, and colors by Eric. Uh, Arseniega. I probably destroyed that, so I apologize. Uh, this was great. Um, from all the action with Ahab, 
uh, trying to you know kill one of the original five so he can screw up the timeline. You have uh, X Force and Jean Grey going up against Cable, uh, which I thought was pretty cool too. Uh, it's a pretty damning idea of time control of time travel and how dangerous it all is. Uh, you have again a fight uh, under the sea uh, with um, you know people being turned into hounds, which is you know got a lot going for it. Uh, at the very end, when you have Cyclops attacking Ahab, he's trying to you know obviously. Um, uh, avenge Bloodstorm, and then something happens, and we don't know exactly what it is because I feel like there's a reason why some of these things are in shadow. And there's been pe- I've read some people online say, well, maybe it wasn't, maybe it was Mimic who, who jumped up, maybe it wasn't actually Scott. Um, who knows? But it definitely is one hell of an ending um, in terms of you know that it's probably not what it looks like, but it is one hell of a way to go end the issue. And I thought this was this was great. Uh, I would give this most definitely a 9 out of 10. This just felt like it has very real stakes. Uh, I felt like I had a real sense of suspense. Um, and the action was great, and I really I really dug it. So I'm going to give that a, a nice, solid 9 out of 10. Next up, we have Marvel 2-in-1. Uh, this is issue 11. And uh, this is by Chip Zdarsky and Ramon Perez and Hart. And it was okay. Uh, um, I wasn't a super... I guess I haven't really read Fantastic Four. I've read like a couple issues, and so... I kind of felt like this felt like an odd jump ahead from the last issue, and it just feels like a lot of the stuff here, we're not getting the emotional payoffs maybe we expected to. And there's some interesting ideas here about, you know, the constants of the universe and why certain things are the way they are, and that's definitely interesting. Um, it's just, yeah, I don't know if it quite got me on every level it was supposed to. I don't, I don't know what it is. I, I just feel like maybe it... it and this isn't Chip's fault, so I feel like I can't fault the issue for the fact that you have another book kind of explaining the you know the return, and that this book is just kind of a lame duck book as a result. Not that it's not really good, not that it doesn't tell a great story and really make use of the multiverse, and uh, I really like the uh, the idea of this Doom who's become more of a heroic character and what that means, and you know I'm probably criticizing it too harshly for something that it has no right no right to be charged for like no it, it can't possibly be its fault it's you can't blame the book because of editorial or marketing or any of the other things that go into it you can only base it on the merits and by those merits Perez and um, Sadarsky really knocked it out it was great so I'm kind of having a mental battle with myself as I even talk about it but I think I'm going to give it an 8 out of 10 and last but not least we have Multiple Man number 5 by um, Matthew Rosenberg and Andy McDonald uh, which I love the artwork by McDonald. I think it's great. I love the details. I like the. I just I love so many of the little nuances when you're doing a book all about characters that well basically all look the same. It's really interesting to see how he's able to use that. Um, so that was really cool. My main problem with it is the ending just feels very haphazard. Um, it doesn't feel earned. It doesn't. It just it makes the book feel like it kind of ends. And I'm not really sure what where we go from here. What this even means like. I think if I actually went back and reread this all at the same time, this might, this series might make more sense. But as it is, I don't really know. Like, and this isn't maybe not even the book's fault. But when you're reading it episodically, I'm confused now. Like, what's going on? Who's this guy at the end? Where do we go from here? What does this at the very end even mean? Um, and uh, and it just feels like it just kind of ends and then it's over. And yet, I feel like it's not really the end. 
or it feels like it shouldn't be the end because it and not that every miniseries has to you know politely clean up everything but when you create so many loose potential loose ends in this book i just felt like i wanted a little more and i don't think it gave it to me i feel like it gave me a bit more of a wink and i didn't really want the wink uh, i'll give the issue seven uh, and that is it for comics that came out uh, on the 31st that I actually had a chance to read. Uh, looking forward to some of the releases coming up on the week of November the 7th. We have uh, As Guardians of the Galaxy, which I don't even think I've started that book. Uh, Champions, which I think I'm an issue two behind. I really got to get caught up. Death of the Inhumans. I think I'm almost caught up on that now. Immortal Hulk, Infinity Wars, number five of six. Marvel Knights, 20th, number one of six. Uh, we got uh, Marvel Superhero Adventures, Captain Marvel, Mealtime Mayhem. I Got to pick that up for my son. Uh, I've been picking up a lot of these. They're actually kind of fun. Um, Runaway, Shatterstar, number two of five. Got uh, Spider-Geddon, Star Wars, Star Wars, Han Solo, Imperial Cadet. Typhoid Fever, X-Men. Didn't like the first one. Don't expect... Well, I hope I like the next one more. X-Men Red. I think I'm going to shoot two behind of that. And over from DC, we have uh, Adventures of the Super Sons. Love that. Batman, DC Nation, Deathstroke, Dreaming, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, uh, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Nightwing, Sideways Annual, Suicide Squad, Black Files, Unexpected in the United States versus Murder, Inc. Uh, so a bunch of stuff. And I don't think it looks like a huge week, though, um, compared to some weeks we've had in the recent past. Anyways, thank you for uh, listening to this episode. You can email me at comicshenetikins at gmail.com, like the show on Facebook, rate and review us on iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes, and also listen to us on Stitcher. Thanks again for uh, downloading this reviews episode. We'll be back in a couple of days with another episode. Thank you and have a great day. Bye-bye.